Amyisms, dating apps for teens, and the best Insta out there. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Oh, my stars and stripes, it's Memorial Day. How are you? I am well. Well, that <laughs> I am pretty good. I think, it's, I think it's pronounced like this. I am well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Why are you, why are you well? No, I didn't say, I said, well. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I think something happened in betwixt our last show and now. If my feeble adult brain serves, did you get a final word on summer camp? We did. Oh, um, we did, and it is not happening. Oh. Camp was canceled. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I'm so glad you get me. That's exactly. Well, I mean, how that's I the biggest news, honestly, of all the tragedies of the world. That one is is up there. That's a really big heartache. Only if you know me and you know that every summer I get seven weeks in the hammock and it's it's my oh, it's my time. You're so ridiculous. This is not a heartache for you. I wasn't even thinking about you, my beloved friend. I was thinking fuck about them. I was well, fuck them kids. I was thinking about them in the sense that, you know, the traditions and this is the last ever and gee, thanks for nothing. Fuck you, COVID and all the rest of it. So, you know, that phrase, if I had known it was the last time we were having sex or the last time we would kiss. I mean, I would have remembered it or done it differently or like the the last time. I, I guess. Yes, I know that phrase very like well. Like the theory of the theory of it. So my kids <coughs> last summer of camp is last summer. Yeah. Not this summer. This was the summer that was. His, his counselor year, go out on a high note. Her waitress year, am I devastated that she's not serving little people peanut butter and cleaning Nutella off the floor? No, but still, it's a, a really fun year for them where they have so much like autonomy there. But it is not happening. And they all desperately wanted to drive to Florida this week. And I put the kibosh You're on You're no on Florida again? Then that that surprises me. Now now I'm, I'm flipping over to Team Stew. When school is over and Stuart has a week off somewhere, I mean, not those, a week Those off, are prerequisites. Never... They wanted to go during school? Yeah, school's not over yet. What the fuck? Why are we talking about this? Did you kick well, them? You should kick well, them. Well, you could also do school, not from the car no. so much. No, but... you could not. No, you could not. Right. You could do school from Disneyland. I mean, fuck, right. fuck off. <laughs> right. Thank you, children in the candy store logic. No. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, I'll only so eat one piece. I will find someone who will stay at our home with our kids for a week, and we will, God help us, drive down. And now that I'm about to concede the summer, spending some time there, uh, the kids are like, well, "Let's fly!" I'm like, "That's it." I'm no, done with all no, of you. I don't. That's, I'm done with all of you. That's not. And here is the real reason. I am blessed enough to know that. Vacationing with you in Florida requires renting a car when you get down there. There is no get there and you're kind of there. So if you have to get a car when you're down there and you don't have to risk death in an airplane to get down there, it's two in one, dopes. You're driving. And P.S., your cars drive themselves and come with butlers. So fucking off (laughs) is the name of that tune. It's not like you're sitting in a Civic. 
I mean, you're you're rolling down there in a Tesla or a Land Rover, you know, Aeronaut or whatever the fuck you are driving, <laughs> right? With cabin do service you, and a staff. Do you remember? Do you remember when you discovered the Grey Poupon refrigerator? You have a rest? fucking refrigerator <laughs> in your car. Kids, not kidding. That's that's a not kidding. I almost made you wreck the car from my screaming. There's a fucking refrigerator in the center of the of the console in between in betwixt the driver and the hapless passenger. And I guess that's just to keep your gold bars chilled. I'm not sure what you really need because it's not for your beers. I'm not really sure. What has, does it a heater too? Is there a little masseuse that lives in the, in the center console? No, but they do have, um, glove compartments oh, that have please. like a warming, but not mine. I don't have that. Please. I've seen that in really nice cars. I, I don't have that. So you have warm gloves. So, right. Exactly. Jiminy. Or sandwiches. Jiminy crack which is what we That would is have. some crazy shit. We would stop at Capriati's and put one in there if oh, that were the case. Yeah, we get a Capistrami yeah. and put that right in the glove compartment. Oh, I but but we don't have that. And that's okay. I don't need that. So our plans for the summer are yet undefined. Dear listener, we are open to suggestions that are kind, not stupid and mean, because I come from privilege. Because she knows and me and she gets don't be mean. stupid. I'm not mean, but stupid I think I have covered. If you've so heard me w- if you've heard me light a match and then blow out the match after I've lit it, I am now for mood's sake, I just found some Joe matches. Malone. I'm lighting my special secret gift of a Joe Malone candle. And I've noticed several weeks after enjoying it in the most decadent way that printed right on the label, it says a scented bougie parfumery, scented candle from a bougie parfumery. And I'm like, yes, that's that's perfect. Perfect. Thank you again, dear listener, secret listener for the world's best gift. No, it was rusty. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. Amy. Yes. Happy Memorial Day. Thank, thank you. Oh, <laughs> and that I guess, is my. I'm sorry. Wand. I'm sorry. I guess my croissants are done. Um, I, I had everything turned off except the timer on my phone. I'm hyperventilating because of Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to you as well. I happen to know that you were the first of the <clears> two <throat> of us to experiment with physical distancing in a gathering that you had at your home yesterday. Yes, yes. I was held at gunpoint, and uh, I had a very horrifying experience occurs traumatic but now it's over okay tell me a little bit about it so uh close friends of ours and the kids who match up with our kids who are close friends so everybody's a wonderful close friend we've traveled together we've vacationed together we play sports together um get together all the time haven't seen each other physically in more than 65 days as you know well more as the way works and everybody was like, this is ridiculous. We have backyards. We have grills. We have scents. Let's make it happen. And I just got dragged into it and strong-armed into it. And what I knew would happen has happened, which is, of course, everybody showed up and two and a half hours into social distancing in the backyard, it rained. When we have food out. And Everybody's coming in and I have Well, I have, here's the difference. I have the back half of my house is a screened area with an accordion door that opens so that my house is sort of the whole first floor becomes a sort of indoor outdoor right so there's plenty of space to 
air quotes, be outside and still be inside. So then there was this, we'll just move all the food into there. And while that was happening, and I'm just thinking, okay, do I shut the door and do I lock them down? And what do I do? And at this point, da, 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 da. it's fewer than 10 people. I, I made the decision in the afternoon, if they were coming over, the worst would occur. And we'd have to blend our bubbles and just know that's the case. So they came inside and I made, made everybody stay on the porch and anybody, the kids, of course, wanted to go upstairs to playroom areas you know, the worst possible, most toxic thing to do. They all wore, wore masks. I know. I know it's the biggest joke in the world. They wore masks until I couldn't see them anymore. And the masks were transported with them upstairs. And if they kept the masks on, I'd be thrilled. But at that point, I mean, they'd been outside together. So it's fewer than 10 people. I took, I just let it roll. And I was not happy or comfortable the entire time. And everyone else was, except for Polly, who... At the end of the night, when everybody went home and, you know, how were you? How did you think it was? And he said, it was a little weird. And I said, was it because of the mask? And he goes, no, just the whole thing felt a little weird. I didn't really feel, I said, were you uncomfortable? Did you feel like you did something you didn't want to do? Like, now I'm starting to go like, whoop, whoop. And he's like, feel safe. And he's, I, yeah, I said, did you not feel safe? Yeah. And he's, he's like, no, it wasn't really that. It was just, you were, I think he even said this. You're just so much more aware of everything. And I was like, yeah, oh, you are. You fucking kids gonna rule us all but it's the truth and I and I'm I worked the hardest of all although you don't hear any of this on this podcast I worked the hardest of all not to transfer my neuroses to the kids directly so this was you know put it all on my shoulders mommy's the weird one mommy's the silly one you don't have to be weird she's the worst and it but it was it was fucking gut-wrenching going into it and the whole time I kept thinking this is this is over, let's have a Sprite together. Like, it's just so dumb. It's so dumb. And I didn't get any of the relaxation or the pleasure of seeing these people who I, who I truly question. love, who I truly love. Yeah. They, they did. And by they, I mean, I know, I can tell by the faces that they did, the, that my husband did and that they did. And that this is all, this is an exercise as far as I'm concerned. I don't like heights. I don't, I'm not ever gonna like heights. But guess what? I also don't stay at the bottom and say, Ketcha, I'll take a picture of you guys when you get to the top. I'm not that person. I don't know if you've been with me in any kind of a height situation, you know, lighthouses and what have you. I'm terrified. I hate it. I have a physical response, clammy, sweating, and I fucking go because I'm not going to, I'm not going to not go. So, so that's sort of what this was. This was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm super calm. And at one point when it came to the end of the night and people start saying things like, here, let me help you throw this away and all the touching and grabbing. I got it. I left. I said, I said, that's it. I'm, I thank you. I love you. And I exited and I went to another room and locked the door and that was it. And then when I heard the house was quiet again, I just got the little spray bottle because they have sense. They're smart people. They're safe. This is, I, I don't want to take that risk for a variety of reasons, including my own health. So, and now, but it's, it's done now. It's done now. It's, it's going to have to happen. This feels as weird as when it first felt like we had to stay inside. It's the inverse weirdness and I got to get through it because we're not going to stay inside forever. So you were like a pioneer on this because everybody's <laughs> going to have to do this, right? You, everybody's going to have to leave the house. This isn't how it is from now on, but it is that like the reason they were just talking about it. The reason that this whole lockdown came to be is because if we had continued with that herd immunity, all of the hospitals would have been overrun. Like it would have been a nightmare. So they did this to phase ourselves in and phase ourselves out. <clears throat> and once you're in that lockdown or once you're in that deprivation, 
I wonder what it's going to be like to see another human and, oh my God, hug them? <gasps> what? How did you greet these dear friends of yours when they came to the house? They would make jokes about it because they've been, they've been, you know, encouraging me. These are not friends. These are, these are family. These are family, family. with different DNA. These are, these are right. very close friends, right? And so they have the ability to chide me on this and push too far and make the jokes that aren't fucking funny because it's a fucking joke. And that's, they're siblings, and that's not, right. yeah, so it's not, so there was this whole thing I put together, I wrote up some guidelines and they ended up being three pages long and those got circulated. I made a little video about how we're, I, you know, you're gonna have to sign this waiver. <laughs> oh I did, my God. This was a big fucking deal. If you think it's not, a, I put a grid together and I said, look, you have to rank yourself in terms of how safe you are on this chart so that we can compare notes. Like I approached this in a very methodical way and they showed up like dicks out flags flying so it was fine and they were super fine and their kids I think had been scared within an inch of their life because of your because of your because of, because of knowing me period probably and seeing me move through the world in my horrible way and also because their parents are super respectful excellent people so that their kids were like you know as they always are yes ma'am no ma'am whatever they're like super great in that regard mask on hand sanitizer out and on don't touch it like they were just doing the fucking work and then my kids are you know do we have to do this do we have to? and I'm like of fucking course but it is a little weird when the whole script flips in your own house you haven't had to wear a mask in your right. house but now I'm like no right. you'll be wearing a fucking mask yes. so it's just it it felt really weird it felt really weird and it was really stressful and I yeah. I I do it because <clears throat> we can't not we can't not we can't not so I'm just trying to do it in a reasonable way that's all I think it's interesting that your youngest was having issues with it because this is the very first time he's kind of been I don't know thrown into a situation where everything he's come to know as safe and okay is not and it's in his home it's not like that's the difference I took right it's not like I took Mallory to the Amish market and we had a plan of what we wanted, the route we were going to walk to get there, like all in one direction. We're staying six feet. Well, that's that's the kind that's of... not in our house. That's in the world. And then you can come home and wipe everything down. Like I can't imagine after everybody left how that bleach water spray bottle combo. I'm not doing went. it. I'm not doing any of it. I accepted it when I accepted them into our bubble. And I accepted them into our bubble, the, the eventuality of it, before I accepted them onto my back porch. That's the way that that went before I before I agreed to have anybody come over with a bottle of anything. The answer is I had to mentally get there because I knew this is really just a slide. It's a slip and slide to where we're headed. And the, the difference here for me is the difference in the reopening plan going to any market, which I've now started to do. I've actually I went to physically went to the supermarket myself. And the first time I did, I had to actually leave without all my items because it was too stressful. I got too upset. And then I went back because I needed an item and it was easier and now it is okay. It's okay. There aren't a lot of people in there. You move through it. Here's the difference. that I, I just want to make this one point and then we'll get off this thing. In North Carolina where we live, we have a phase in. We're already in phase two. Put a title. That's how, that's how, how ridiculous people think I'm being for, for my strictness level. You can go and sit in a restaurant and eat. That's where we are in North Carolina and I won't let, wow. and I won't let 10 people in my home. You can go to the beach, right? You can't go to a gym and work out. You can't go to a bar, but you can go to a brewery. You can go to a brew pub 
you can go to a restaurant. So it's really weird. And people are angry and up in arms. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And I know without any evidence from, you know, the governor's office, I know in my house, the difference between a bar and a restaurant is a meal lasts an hour and a bar lasts all night. And people were, it, I, my house was a bar last night. My house was a gym. We were, you were marinating. We were laughing. Night. We, and because we were eating and drinking, I made the decision. I was like, we're not going to wear masks because the second you take it off to eat and drink, it's off. What are you doing? It's been, you've been exposed. So really it was just the length of exposure that could have been reduced a little bit. We stayed apart. We didn't touch. We didn't share anything like that, but we did share the same air. I kept all the windows open. We were outside the majority of the time. The kids went upstairs. The kids went upstairs. I'm not, I'm not going to sanitize. I just have to accept it. I have to accept what that is. But the bar, so going to the Amish market, going to a market of any kind is so much safer than what we did last night. Even in the baby step, (laughs) even in the baby step way that we did it. Right. I controlled the viral load. I controlled the viral load through the contact tracing and through the, um, slightly through the spacing apart. But this is no different than I've got a college that was this on my mind. I've got a college kid who in August has a move in date. So he's not going to be able to socially distance from a roommate. Right. This is ha- it's here. It's just it's here and we have to at a certain point you got to trust that when the percentages are small that you're going to pick it up. Be thoughtful. Just stay smart. Wash be your thoughtful. hands. Yes. Yeah, be thoughtful. Yeah. And then some of it is you have to take a reasonable risk. So I, I opted to do something I didn't want to do. I don't feel great about it, but I did it. It's done. Yeah, I don't I don't anticipate. I mean, again, I'm one who stays in her house no matter what. I just don't like all the company I have all the time. <laughs> like everybody needs to leave. But I, I wonder, because we are not in phase two yet. We are still shelter in place here because our numbers just don't allow it. But I do think that next week is the projected reevaluation. The reevaluation is what drives everyone crazy. They see it as a, it will be better by date as opposed to we will reevaluate date, which is why people say, how could you? You told me, don't tell me. Shut the fuck up. Be a kind person. Respect other people. And I mean, you did it. You brought another family in because you knew their exposure and you knew what they were bringing. And I, I think it's great. And if there's another family that I, you could have added to that, it would be mine. And I would have loved to have That's been right. there with That's you right. guys. That's right. Um, did you have any Amy-isms that you shared yesterday that you had to, people looked at you funny and you needed to explain yourself? I don't know. I'm sure I do, but I'm unaware of them blissfully, which is why they probably continue to come out of my mouth. I'd like to share three of them with you. Oh, I do have some. Oh, so this is the education portion of the podcast. Great. So I'm going to continue my Memorial Day festivities of being fucking super uncomfortable. Fantastic. Bring it. I love it. I'm so excited. (laughs) No, this is not uncomfortable. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Go. This is you sharing pieces of you. Um, I did learn (laughs) from Amy and her family the phrase head on a swivel. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not us. That's okay. Right. So Brian played football and have telling your kids we were I think we were in a parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing in a deep scream. It's head on a swivel. He's got dad coach voice, which is really, really hot. So when yeah. whenever things are, you know, when you feel like simultaneously you're being given instructions, um, told I'm going to kill you with all the force and violence of the devil from hell, and I want to protect you all at once. 
that's that's dad coach voice and it's hit on a swivel and it's like oh i love oh. it and then you immediately stop what you're doing and look around in all directions to make sure that you don't get hit by an oncoming fucking car because in any so, direction because you're so dumb yes right yes so i adopted adapted i loved head on a swivel <laughs> but since then there are two other things that you've said that i remember there are many more but two i i really remember um one of them was take a seat Schittsburg. yes Yes, that's a fan favorite. So, right. So whenever um, we are we are a Flyers hockey family, as all should be, right? So whenever anything happens from Pittsburgh, it's always referred to as Schittsburg. So I we remember with great fondness being out with some friends and in a public place watching and probably must have been a playoff game and super drunk bill decides to stand up when um when philadelphia scores a goal the flyers score a goal and he stands up and screams out in the loudest voice pointing at the you know sports bar tv up on the wall take a seat gets back and then then everybody in the whole place is like you're in north carolina like it was very weird and hilarious so take a seat schittsburg now has migrated into anyone who has been humiliated by a you know slight loss in sports advantage yes you are now take a seat schittsburg everyone i love that um i don't know how i'm going to use it in my family as we are Again, head that's, on a swivel. That's was when anybody's a wah wah or boing. You can definitely give to pull out some. Yeah. All right, I got that now because yeah. we've started to play sorry at night. Sorry, yes. So- sorry, sorry. After dinner, we play sorry because it's the only way that's I can get. That's a brutal my- and evil game. How do you it's play the only it way without I can get punching my kids- people? <laughs> it's the only way they'll say sorry is if <laughs> if they're currently shoving you from oh my god home to start. Um, the other phrase. Which really prompted this whole segment, to be honest. Well, wait 30 seconds. So sorry sorry is a board game that the entire point of the board game is to fuck over everybody else you're playing with. It's every man for yourself. And so it's like Uno in that way. You, you know, you pop this little thing and it rolls a die and then it tells you how far you can advance. And if you land on somebody else, you get to say, fuck you. But you really say, sorry. And you send them back to start. So it's this continuous, I'm going to screw everybody else but me. It's a very American game. This is an example how of how Amy explains Melissa. Oh, <laughs> Melissa says a push. Amy goes on a six minute. I don't know if you what. have seen. If, and for another diversion, I don't know if you have seen. But we are now listened to, streamed, played, and beloved in more than. 30 countries around the world. So I can explain the Milton Bradley board game designed for families known as Sorry. Continue. Yeah, I just love that we should have a segment where I just talk and then you do a an audible sign language below me saying what Missy means by this phrase is. So it's Missy subtitles. <laughs> yes. Au- au- yes, but all audible. So the last <sighs> phrase that you use that just... I mean, is it? I, I've never heard it before since. Is lights out meatball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is lights out meatball? Well, that one has migrated over time. So initially, lights out meatball is take a seat, Schittsburg. Lights out meatball is when somebody pops oh. you in the face and you have been rendered unconscious, right? So dominating another in a physical altercation and boom. Lights out, meatball. So I've knocked you unconscious, right? That's where it started. But we have children now. So 
lights out meatball uh, is what we say to our little Italian children when it's time to go to bed. So, <laughs> so when they're not, so when they're not listening, right? Because they have a and another level and bing, 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 all the other stupid shit that they're doing. It's like lights out meatball because that means I've had enough and you going to bed. Or the implied threat is that I will render you unconscious if you can't do I'll it on your, your own. Out. I'm gonna knock your lights out. That's it. That's it. Knock your lights out is lights out meatball because you a fucking meatball if you an Italian child. So. That's how. So I can't use that. You can use it all you want. Would I have to say lights out matzo ball? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry to yell, but that's perfect. Is okay. there is there something faster that rolls off the tongue besides no. matzo ball? Canadle. Lights out. Canadle. Canadle. Dim it. Yeah, that's- you should say dim it. <laughs> dim it, canadle. <laughs> Oi. Yeah, me really. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll work on that one. Oh yeah, that that doesn't maybe carry the same force, but all right, we'll we'll allow it. We'll do you have it. others? No, I I'm sure I do. I don't know. I tend to say things that aren't things, and then other, I know, and then other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. And then other people somehow find this interesting and repeat it back to me. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean when I say it. I just use alternate words. Sometimes words are not your friends. They're not. Um, sometimes they are your best friends. That's right. So That's right. yeah, That's you're right. you're an all time treat. I'm like a sober drunk when it comes to coming up with word combinations, but that's okay. That's okay. Everything's fantastic. I'm super calm and really relaxed after having a house full of fomites. Is it fomates or fomites? I don't know. With you know the one the where you touch something and that's what kills you with the COVID. So. So. I think some of your phrases might be turning Southern. Oh, uh-oh. And I found an Instagram that I fucking love. Do you know Leslie Jordan? How could I not? She is my spirit animal on some days. Nope. Leslie Jordan is a man. Oh, Leslie Jones is who I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's your, wait, let's go back to Leslie Jones. She's your spirit animal? Sure. Because I love her. She's fantastic. I adore her. Leslie Jordan is, do you know who he is? I'm sure I do, but I don't right now. I want you to eventually uh, Give me a a different thing for Leslie Jordan. Did you watch Will and Grace? Yes. Um, Do you know the tiny Southern something Leslie? He, He, is he also, I'm picturing, is he also the assistant in Grace and Frankie to the daughter who runs the business? But like that character. The one who Brianna wants to fire all the time. Um, no, because he's older. Okay, I he's didn't, older. All right, but I'll, I'll. But I'll. That's fine. Okay, so I get so the character type. Got it. He's from like Tennessee. He's got a very thick Southern drawl, and his Instagram starts with "Aw shit" every time he every, and it's just, it's just a view of his face telling you a story of something that happened today. Aw shit. I made a chicken today and I ate the whole chicken. And he will tell you he is both brilliant I and have, hilarious. I did the thing I never do and I Googled him while you were talking. I'm glad I'm you so did. I'm so glad that I did because I have seen this dude. People post his videos all the time and I never watch them because I thought it was somebody's fucking dad or uncle and I keep the so sound funny. off. No, he's so funny. He's okay. so, I went down a Leslie Jordan rabbit hole and I was laughing so hard that I almost peed he's hilarious and 
He's and one of them was I, I'm decided to go to Kmart. Kmart, shit. I went to Kmart, and then he pans his camera with his mask on. Pans the camera up to a building. He says, "But it it isn't it isn't Kmart no more." Yeah, I was going to say there ain't no Kmart's. Look, look what it is, and it says the Zone, Britney Spears, <laughs> the Zone, oh, right? God. So it's a store. I, I really don't know what it is, but I'm assuming he said something about clothes. And then he started to, under his breath, kind of sing a Britney Spears song under his mask, under his breath. <laughs> and I just, he's hes so fantastic. He's so great. And dear listener, if you are finding these times stressful and you need a giggle, Leslie Jordan has your giggle. Like, he really does. He is so funny. And he said, I'd like to give you a view of my palatial Hollywood hat home and he gives he's got this tiny little apartment <clears throat> his outside space deck patio whatever is as big as his inside space <laughs> so he gives you he just takes the camera and he spins a little in each direction and it's adorable and he's so great and he's making being in quarantine a little more enjoyable it's because- definitely very fun i haven't listened as i mentioned because the sound is off and every time i'm using facebook it's when the whole world around me is quiet and I just scroll so I can only see things. I never can listen. His face fills, he films it in such a way where his entire face fills the screen. So it feels like he's telling you this very intimate, gossipy yes. kind of a, <laughs> y'all. Like I don't even know what yes. the fuck he's saying, but you can tell by looking at his old Southern ass face when he stands yeah. there, when you can tell he's like, he's he is the Southern equivalent, I would think, of Wilford Grimley. Do you remember him? About eat your oatmeal. Like whatever that guy is. This one's like, y'all, I just need to. Oh. And then he'll rub his eyes. And I'm like, I'm done. I'll come back and watch it, which I never do. But now I will. Rabbit hole. Do it. He's. It's so worth it. He's so great. He's so, so funny. He looks like, whether he is or not, he looks like a, you know, that classic seersucker suit maybe wearing is he gay or is he Southern? Oh, he's very he's gay. He's kind of yeah. both. Well, your Southern gaydar, you never know because in the South, there really is a whole category of men who are super not gay and absolutely dress, act, and talk as if, meaning their sound of their voice is affected as if they, they don't say like, I like dick. Not that. But the sound, <laughs> I mean, then I would think, I think you're gay. They, they just, you know. Not their verbiage, yeah, their not, tone. Not what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. So not implied. It's just the lilt, the dialect, all of it. Gaydar is really tough in the South. In the South, before, yeah, Well, but... before there was a metrosexual, there was, there was the Southern gentleman. And, you know. And who cares? Yes. I don't care what they're fucking doing. But it's like, you know, normally you look at somebody with brown hair and you think, that person has brown hair. That's how I think about gay and straight people. You look at them and think, I, I see you for all you are. Great. No judgment. It's an awareness. Not in the South. You've got no awareness. It's like, could you be a giraffe? I can't tell if you're a human or a giraffe. So that's where it gets quizzical. Back to you, Missy. Um, I love him, and I want our dear listeners to uh, to enjoy him as well. So the Leslie Jordan, look him up. Oh, my. I had a, I had a FaceTime with an old friend who which is also something I'm doing in quarantine, who said, hey, I, I thought of you the other day because I purchased the Archway Dutch. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You should get a commission. And I said, 
now I need them. Ah! I hate that you mentioned them because now, now I need them. So I popped right on Amazon and I ordered them up and they came in the mail. They said it'll be two weeks and three days later, there they were. You're so lucky. I ordered something that they said it would be three days and three weeks later, it's still out here. Tell me about the cookies. I, I don't have to because <laughs> if you've ever had one, you know that your teeth sink into this amazing mm, chocolate cookie. So now it didn't come as a one boxer. <laughs> it came as a four box package. So I did tell Amy before we started recording that my choker literally <laughs> choked me in my sleep. I put on I put on weight in my face and neck in addition to my belly. Gotta love so, that neck weight. It's my favorite. <laughs> So while sleeping, the 16-inch choker I had around my neck. Gross. Who who was fucking thin enough to wear a choker to begin with? I don't know. Not anymore. Yeah, that's like some Hollywood glamour and some low-down hoeing slutty shit. There's nothing in between with a choker. You're either like Keira Knightley in everyone's lustful dream or you're scratching (laughs) some part of your body and asking for $20. Like that's, there's nothing in between. It was just 16 inches. It wasn't like lay well, flat on my neck well, choker. It was, well. yeah, right. So I want you to know that those cookies tried to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> well, I had to yank that thing Buy off. Buy a bigger choker. That's all I say. And more cookies. Well, That's my plan. That's my plan. Yeah. I like your plan. And I'm wearing sweatpants today, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> Yesterday I had something that had a waist on and it was it was not pleasing. I was in a bad mood all day. And today I put on sweatpants and dear listener, I'm fucking delightful today. I will tell you. I'm in a good mood. I read an article, Ames, that had the 40 best rock bands of all time. Oh, Lord. You sound like my children's school assignments. Have you been having to do this? We no. have been ha- – I've got – Two of the three, their school assignments, they're still going to school via Zoom. So it's a scheduled time. You meet with the teacher. They're both in musical classes. So the the younger one is in band, plays the drums. And the middle one plays the cello. And they're both quite good at what they do. So difficult to play chamber music over a Zoom call. Difficult to really get in a lot of drum practice. So they've been having these inventive assignments. Go ask your parents what are their favorite, what's their favorite song and why, and then have them play it for you, and then you two discuss it and then tell me what they said. So uh, every day it's favorite, 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 favorite from multiple kids coming at me. Who could ever pick? Who could ever pick 40 rock bands best of all time? It's not possible. But tell me, so, somebody tried. Well, they did it. Well, they did it. And then I thought, it's ridiculously subjective. That's not even a rational thing to do. It's something a crazy person who's very opinionated would sit in a room and do. Are they good, though? I, Are they, is it like a high fidelity? They're classical, top five yes. Rest of, okay. Yes, they're classically uh, fine. Then I thought, you know, the, the other thing going around Facebook is these post- one a day albums that that help shape your life and that to me is much more I'm not going to do it thank you for tagging me eight people I'm not doing it but sorry um I think you knew that when you tagged two people on that Thursday (laughs) I was the one who was I'm grateful you were thinking about me but I think we both know that you're so charming yeah it's not gonna happen (laughs) so I'm glad you had the backup (laughs) but but let me be your backup. Let somebody else do it, and I might shock you someday. But I thought, can you tell me? Like last time we talked about Upstairs at Eric's and how it sets a mood. We talked about, um, what was the other band? B-52s and how that oh my is gosh. absolutely right. I was listening to Chicago before we started recording, and that absolutely put me back in a place 
are there albums that just hold a place for you that set a mood that ha- that were part of instrumentally thank god that was your dog and not mine instrumentally <laughs> creating Amy Fagazi like is there what is that album and part b to that question is as i did this i came up with a couple and part b being is it okay for that album are you really a fan or is it for that album to be a greatest hits album or are you not or is that not deep of a dive enough for you no i i unfortunately i think i have to allow greatest hits album it is okay a, it is a cheat it is a sadness it's a, okay it's a weakness but i also think that it is mad props to the the artist them the artists themselves to be able to have everything where it's pitch perfect and every single song is spectacular and you love it i mean i'm thinking of a, what are some greatest hits albums like that queen so uh bowie uh you know trying to think of all the billy joel can i say so i mean to the point where he has greatest hits one and, and two, two and three and yeah he and those are yeah those it. are just some of the greatest hits right. you know that i can't even think of i've got a lot of greatest hits songs or albums but in terms of really listen to it cover to cover know every single song even the songs that you don't even really like that much you know every single word to it that's that's violent femme that's uh Cocteau Twins, which doesn't even have any saw any language that you can. That's one of the ones I picked out for the kid, also because it was something I didn't think that everybody in our milk toast school would have picked. That's that was the pressure for having to do this for the kids, because I also felt the implied judgment of um, Brandon and Karen. You know, I can just I know them, Chad, and, and yeah, and and <laughs> Pam. I can I can see them reading this list of like you know Shakira like I don't know what people are gonna fucking pick I'm an old dude and I these you know you gotta you gotta do some stuff with some well her hips don't lie so (laughs) and all hail Shakira so I just pulled that I just don't own an album so anyway so those are some but I mean honestly we're big Ben Folds fans in this house and we're huge Foo fans Foo Fighter fans in this house and you know Beatles so you're gonna tell me that that a Beatles any album doesn't read like a Simon and Garfunkel that's, you know, the that's a movie soundtrack album is uh, uh, from The Graduate is the best album, a uh, soundtrack album ever. Thank you for the ever. So it goes ever. on, goes on and on and on. And I'm I'm just as inclined to listen to, you know, a song from Johnny Cash and fall on the ground because I can't believe how how stunning great it is to listen to crazy screaming metal to listen to classical and on and on opera whatever i there's very few that i'm like so it's hard for me also just to mentally recall them so you give me some from this list and from your list well it's funny that you say that because i'll be on a car ride with my kids and i will sing every word to crazy train (laughs) and then and then I will hear Willie Nelson sing Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die. And I will sing every word to that too. And then I will sing Add It Up. So it is definitely an eclectic mix. But as far as albums go, I mean, I think we, Road Trip Radio, I think we discovered was our wheelhouse. Right. But, um, or Yacht Rock, those are also, takes you somewhere the summer of whatever. But I... I am a huge Paul Simon fan. So Graceland, cover to cover, whatever it is. But when it came to Sounds of Silence, yeah, was it blew me away. Um, James Taylor. Yeah, although also, also excellent. A ridiculous fan to the point where 
you know, I would see him every summer and, and he sings in one of his songs, That's Why I'm Here, which is an amazing album in itself. He said, he sings, I, I, he, that he plays fire and rain every summer. Cause you keep coming back year after year. So there are the fans who just want to hear the greatest hits albums, but even in the people who are giving it away online, like the bare naked ladies. Oh yeah. Love them. Ed Robertson does every Friday. I think he does for a charity. He picks it every week. He does a live stream and he does a lot of the new stuff, but I want the deep cuts from them and I want the deep cuts yeah. from James Taylor and yeah. I want to hear Mona where he sings about a pig who has to die because I want to hear Traffic Jam I want to hear all of those so the albums of his Never Die Young was a more recent album do you remember that one I mean, no. more recent in the last 20 years no I, I'm sure 40. I would hear the songs from it but not from an album standpoint yeah so I'm seeing all these people online posting what what albums shaped them and I was wondering the Eagles, Greatest Hits. Can I pick that one? Is that something that I... Is Greatest Hits okay or is that a cop-out? No, I would listen to Queen, Greatest Hits. On, I'm just thinking of things that I would sit at the stereo playing the vinyl, right? And I would play Queen, Greatest Hits. I would play that cover to cover. I would play Billy Joel, The Stranger, probably because I had it. Uh, I would play a lot of Blondie. I would play everything from U2. I would go out and buy U2 on vinyl, all of it. Um, those those were the ones. The, the Femmes was in college in the tape deck. Right. Uh, or maybe the CD when you get fancy. The Sundays are another one. So it's again, you go to this really, really. I had a big Manchester period where I loved everybody from from that part of the world and everything up and down and in between. But sitting and here go there goes Ryman Simon. So when I was a little kid, those and fucking Neil Diamond. Oh, my God. Bring me some of that hot shit. Whoo! That Lord, man, that man. That's some good time when you're a little kid and you find some of that shit and you're playing it. Burt Bacharach can suck it. Damn. <laughs> Neil Damn. That's the, that's the one to play. And the soundtrack to uh, West Side Story, the original the original Broadway. I have that. that I, all these I've stolen from my parents' uh, record collection because they don't fucking care about records. So I just took them. With their, well, that was with their awareness. Yeah. They're not listening to it anyway. They're no, just... I mean, they, saw, they packed up. They said, gratefully, take these fucking oh. boxes. Like, it was not like I, you know. Anyway. Well, that's the other question do like I grew up on a lot of show tunes a lot of show tunes so those musicals were albums that I listened to starting from Sesame Street used to have recording albums that I, I have used to one with to. Grover on the cover yeah they're really cool. so I used to listen to all of those um and then I transitioned to the high quality Broadway oh <laughs> I went from Sesame Street to Broadway and I a musicals definitely define uh, an entire section of my life and development and understanding of the world not everything is falling on a barricade but I mean it's a bigger the music definitely spoke to me I think that as far as the music goes, I'm curious, since our listeners write us at such a rapid rate. <laughs> it's hard to get through all the mail. The bags I'd love bags. to hear. We are keeping the postal service in business with these giant sacks of mail. Ben Platt. You know who Ben Platt is? I am supposed to, and I'm sure I do. He just did, um, I'm shining in. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, yeah. I didn't He's, see that one. We couldn't so, get tickets. 
So dear Evan, so he it's has coming. Sh- ha ha ha. It's coming to our, it's coming. <laughs> ha ha ha. It's coming in to the, the season tickets that we bought at the brand new thing where they do the traveling Broadway series. We have one right in our town instead of 48 minutes away. They built one here. It's massive, beautiful, you know, Swarovski crystal chandelier. And it's fucking never not even going to open. We'll never have theater. They should, that breaks my they heart. Should burn it to the ground. No, I haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen yet. So please, no spoilers. No, not at all. He has Ben Platt has a Netflix special. Was he also uh, the one who was in Newsies? He was in everything. Okay, yeah. so my son so. looks like Ben Platt. Rocco looks a lot like Ben Platt because we went to try to wait in line to get the tickets in one of our special New York trips just for him and couldn't get him. So we went outside by the stage door where there's a poster of this guy and he, you know, stood in such a way and made his face, made his face in such a way where he could tilt his head and he's posed next to the picture and people are like you know ben platt and i'm like no that's my kid <laughs> that's ben my platt. fucking kid yeah so they yeah know him yeah anyway i made him so he did the thing in music and you're gonna tell me about it because it's really good so he did a netflix special oh um he did he was in book of mormon also he was in he said maybe some of you know me from and he started talking about things he's in oh honey he was in um pitch perfect he's benji Oh, the the he's sort of like a the magician a gent a gently puffed up face. That's not the one I'm talking about. He's I'm trying to say he's kind of got like a broad face. I know who I know who he is. If he was in if he was the he did the politician. He did. I don't know that. It, that's fine. I'll look him up on Netflix. So he sings he sings a song like uh, that made me cry. I'm putting together another puzzle and my dog is stealing pieces, eating them and then vomiting. What in the and fuck is wrong with these people? Your dogs are not welcome to puzzle time. They're not, there's a couple of things in life your dogs are not welcome in. If I need to draw these boundaries for you to draw them for them, you just let me know. Puzzle time. Puzzle time is one of them. Stop it. I don't know what to do with this one dog. He his, He's so tall. His head rests on every table. Which color is this one? It's the bit. It's the big off white one. The big tan one. Oh, the, the one that looks most like yours. The, not the, the brown. Big. Not the d- black and white one. No, that she's one. A treat. That one I thought was the largest one. The brown one. She's not. That's she's like a Great Dane the, size. Yeah. Yes, and his li- his square face too. So he kind of looks a little Great Dane when he's all shaved down. Uh, so I I heard his song "Grow with Me." Somebody people, the song basically says, you know. You're saying we grow apart and I'm saying stay here, grow, grow next to me. When you're high, I'll go, I'll be low. I'll take the lows. It's so beautiful. It's one of those songs that would have shaped me as a younger me. But now I just want to play for Stuart and realize he doesn't get it and be mad at him. He hears, he hears grow for me. You got it. Let's hit the bedroom. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And no, what they're missing, (laughs) what the boys here are missing are sports. And I'm sure all of the boys in your home are missing sports. I think your husband posted that he was watching like a retro, like an old timey game from 1906. Like he was really watching old sports. They We do that anyway. And so this is just an Oy. excuse. Yeah, he would frequently, he gets, he is very, very interested in sports. <laughs> I wish that he would participate in sports. He refuses to be a coach. He refuses to be a player, but he will absolutely participate in every other known way. My boys don't miss it as much, but daddy definitely misses Your it. Your husband is a player. I want to tell you that while watching ESPN, I thought about him because I think he's watching all of those channels as well. And I saw a show that ESPN is running because they have nothing else to run. 
called Stone Faces. What's that about? It's kind of Russian, I want to say, Slavic. It's kind of in that area of the world, and it is a slapping contest. Wait, I've heard about the slapping competition. I didn't realize it was called Stone Faces. I've seen people do it. It's terrifying. It's terrifying how you don't have a TBI after this. I don't understand for a second. It's amazing and disturbing. And I think that if you haven't seen it, dear listener, rush to YouTube and put in stone faces. It's these enormous, you know how Leslie Jordan has his face taking up the whole screen. It's a tight shot of a hand that has, I don't know what kind of torque is coming at them, but or muscle is coming at them, but it just takes a fucking pounding and it is glorious. <laughs> why I enjoyed it or I couldn't look away but they slapped the shit out of each other and I know if I were to slap a leg or something my hand would hurt it would tingle I would feel pins and needles in my how these two monsters slapped the shit out of each other was both brilliant and disturbing and the wind up that they have it's like you're holding a baseball bat but it's just your straight arm coming at somebody's face and they're these giant I could lift a semi tractor trailer up over my head but today I choose to slap you and it's just so frightening because you can't stop it you see it happening normally if you see a fight getting ready to go down every fiber of your being is thinking stop stop or get out of this area so you're not in the fight Instead, you just watch it, and you're like, that man's going to get hit in the head, and he's going to get his fucking <laughs> bell rung, and then here it comes, Kaswapo, and then he stands there in the big red handprint on the face, and the thing's going, and it's just standing yes. there like, I can't believe it, and then he's going, I'm a big man, I'm going to slap you next, I'm going to slap you next. It's like, a, it's like a Russian drinking competition. You don't understand how that much alcohol can replace all of the fluid in the body, and they're still standing there going, and I will have more. Very How bizarre. do you stand there and let that happen to you? I don't I, know. I get the doing it. I, I can even wrap my brain around watching it, knowing it's planned. But how, as the victim of, do you stand there and take the slap to the face? And it's not a slap. It's a no. It's a truck it's slap. An, it's like, an open-handed punch. That's the only way to describe it. Because they are absolutely ringing your fucking bell. And then I like to watch like the reaction, like because their eyes flutter a little like, wait, where is ahead of me? How do I focus? Like, <laughs> and, and the only reason I can laugh at this is because they subjected themselves to this. This isn't something that they are forced to do to feed their families or their families will be killed or die. This is this is like, I'm an athlete and here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to say, I'm an asshole because that sounds like the only <laughs> thing that they're fucking, it's just the strangest thing that I have ever seen. I, I, and I haven't even seen it. But the other thing is, how could you watch it? Like I would see it for just a little tiny, tiny snippet of time. And then I think I, I'm, I'm in the wrong area. This is not the kind of content I want to see. I, my friend of mine's Facebook was hacked and I got a video last night uh, and it said, hey, Amy, I think you're in this video. Want to watch? And you could tell from the still screen that it's like a person standing and a person bent over. And I'm like, I can no. I can guarantee you I'm not in this video. So I didn't, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't need that. to press play. I already know. Then I immediately knew this is a hacked account. Like when you see the slapping, do you not think, yeah, I'm in, this is the wrong channel for me. I, I need awesome. different content. No, it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Does it's it fill you only- with happiness thinking, I don't have to hit somebody. I can just watch it. 
Is that where you go? I think if you get on a roller coaster, it doesn't fill you with happiness. It fills you with horror and dread. It fills you with lots of emotions. Why would you, you ever go get on a-, on a roller coaster? And, I, and- uh, personally, I wouldn't. But who does? But this? I get it. Yeah. But I, I, I like watching the uh, stone faces. It's called. Look it up. Trust me. Look, I think that's what this episode's turning into. Because people, you're people all slapping each other and just saying it's okay. You're all sheltered in place. <laughs> we are really. We're really going out there and finding the best things to entertain you. Leslie Jordan, Stone Faces, albums of of life-defining scale. We're here for you to really put together that list of things you should be doing. Um, <laughs> what you should not be doing. Oh, okay, good. But, but you might want to check and see if your teen is. Oh, no. Is there are a couple of apps for dating for teenagers. Oh, God. Wait, what? Why do teenagers need to date? date well first of all we can't leave the house so jokes on you uh but the hoop app what's that have you I heard th- of this I, no is it basketball i don't know i don't know you wish it was basketball oh god what it's, is it now um, it is oh there's the other one it is how you sign on and you get new snapchat followers and you see their information and you can direct message them and you it's it's pretty much dating it's it's the tinder for teenagers so it's basically uh, uh, tinder yeah but it's also it's just fucking facebook so it's taking everything that you can do in terms of yeah i can see your profile i can see everything that you've put out there and except people have grouped them into a private group called a hoop and now you're able to, if you step into that room, you can see all the people who are in there and that's a way for you to connect, connect or not connect and that connect. I mean, it's all the same fucking, that, I find it laughable that all of these different platforms exist and that people are drawn to them thinking they're in any way different. They're not. It's exactly the same thing. It's back to fucking MySpace, which I didn't like to begin with. It's right. all the same thing with a different twist on it. So somebody else can buy your information and sell it. In any event, in terms of the hoop thing, so this is now kids are using this to say uh, swipe right, swipe left sort of a situation. I think so. This is also Yubo. Yubo is another app for kids to gather other snap. And the reason Snapchat's the outlier is because those pictures that aren't on your story but that you post and send disappear unless you screen grab them which everybody does so yeah yeah and they get noticed that you took a picture of that screen but but yeah so yubo and hoop i want to know i know when i was their age i wanted to grow up faster too and i wanted independence and freedom but i wasn't as I don't know, in touch with everything that's going on in the world as they are. They are very knowledgeable about or sensitive to or aware of what's happening in a larger scale of things. Why don't they understand better than we did why it's what they can get away with, what they don't have to be responsible for, what what the advantages are? Because there are no young. because there are no actual consequences. We are in a time now where consequences take into account your mental health and your being as a human and the idea that you're a whole person. Consequences in the past were, I'm going to shoot you in the head and you're dead. And then I'll tell <laughs> yeah, all, and then I'll tell all my it. friends about it and they'll say, you're a good parent. Pat you on the back. Like it's just the, the, the penalties were so extreme. The 
awareness of an opportunity to violate any rules and regulation was very low because there wasn't this shared prison communication system for all the children. Oh, you did that? You can get away. You can do this. You can do that. And the shaming structure of parents for being overbearing comes at you twofold from other parents and organizations, you know, like the the, I don't know what the thing is for protecting kids, right? The government services. And ECFS, thank yeah. you. And from <laughs> the kids themselves who say, you know, you violate, I got this just yesterday. You're Abby, violating Abby. my rights. That's against the Geneva Convention. And I was like, this is a dick. I said, this is a dictatorship. Get on board. I'm sorry. Did you strap him down to something? And, and No, I believe I requested that he, he take a walk and move some chairs from the backyard to the front yard. This was the request. This was the prison scape that I had concocted for take a guess which one. Yeah. Super. Oh, it's definitely your middle one. Yes, we all, we, everybody, (laughs) every listener already knows. It's definitely your middle one. We love you, Petey. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely, definitely. I know exactly who it was. We love you. Yeah. I, I think that when it comes to having consequences for your actions, I, I don't, I don't know that they really even understand that completely, but they know that they've got rights and they're not moving your That's fucking it. chairs. That's it. They're not moving your fucking chairs. Uh, I've speaking of rights, Amy, what are you watching? Oh God. Oh God. No, I have a good one. So I watched upload from beginning to end and then I've watched it three times again. Did so, you really? Yeah. It's got a little romance in there and everybody's good looking. So I'm in. What else do I need? I just keep watching it over and I need, I need Harlequin romance light you know, attractive people with with a challenge that I can get on board and really agree that it's a challenge. I can't have like a pretend challenge like how will we decorate this tree in time for the holiday party? Right. I can't. That's not enough for me. So they have actual challenges, but they're not painful, emotionally wrought challenges. They're just they're thoughtful. Oh, how would that? "Hmm, That's a conundrum. And take your shirt off again. Let's talk about it together. (laughs) So I like those shows. So I've been watching that one and just on a lark. We finally dove in. You can't say a word. You have to have a pact that you won't say a word because you will you will lose your mind when I say this. Okay. So you and everybody else on the planet, I'm way behind and we consciously didn't start and we are only one episode in. So I'm super green to Ozark just started and it is fucking amazeballs. You're looking at me like you haven't started it. Um, I'm two episodes from the first season and I stopped and I have to go back it the first episode I I, we watched it at like midnight and too tired to watch the next one but sort of thinking am I really too tired because I want to watch the next one so fucking good I so fucking good and little Jason Bateman directed it I love him oh so it makes you feel even more happy I think secretly he's a dick in life, I think he's not a good person. I think he's probably a giant dick, and it really breaks my heart. I want him to be the best dude. I want him to be the pleasant no. brother. But I think, I think that he is. I think he is the uh, the uh, not a not an actual dick, like a terrible person. But I think he is um, like a mean, practical joker. I think he is just. He's got a mean streak to him. I think he really. I don't does. know where that comes from. What my thought of it? Yeah, I just feel like it's true. I don't know. I don't feel like I could trust him. I have him. no evidence, but uh, I just know. I, no, I, I don't feel like just from every single thing that I've seen in the public eye, you know, when you watch a character and then you hear the interview of the actor playing the character and they're so far apart from each other, you can't even really watch that character again because the actor who played it, you're like, yeah, that's not 
that I can't I can't get on board now. My husband was doing this just yesterday. We'd watched the Jerry Seinfeld comedy special. Have you seen this one? I have. Yeah. Did we talk about it on pod? I don't recall. I don't think so. So hilarious. So funny. Tears. So great. Nostalgic in the style of comedy. Relevant for today. Super fun. Super props. Loved it. And then, tone of voice. <laughs> Not what you say. It's how you said it. <laughs> and then. You know, Jerry goes on Howard and starts talking. And now my husband is like, I can't, I've lost all credibility for Jerry now. Because some of it, yeah, some of it is like, oh, that's just a comic bit. That's not real life. And he was, he was doing the comic bit as if to say, let me let you into my real life. Why did you do that? If it's, I don't know, you You, do it. You know that when you're, you don't think some of that's real. You don't think his wife absolutely says. No, I I don't. I've, they've, really? She, yeah, with she's like 19 years old and writes fucking cookbooks. She's not. She doesn't have any problems. Period with him or anybody else. <laughs> There's no tone of voice. She's got her own suite of houses that she can go in if she doesn't right like up, the way he's talking to her. Right up your alley with something sweet, small problem you could solve kind of thing is sweet magnolias. Have you started? I that saw one? that in my the Netflix thinks that I'd like it, and I saw the just the thumbnail, not even the trailer, and I thought I'm not gonna like you. You don't look like well, people I like. You look like me. I don't want to be told that's what I look like, even though I sur- absolutely do. There was some plump woman with curly hair sitting there with this weird smile on her face, and I'm like, don't give me, don't bring me sweet magnolias. Don't, don't, don't algorithm like me. Yeah. I think you'd like it because it's um, Ju- uh, Joanna Swisher, who's married to Nick Swisher, I think. He was a Yankee. I don't know. I, don't, I doubt he still is. Um, so she, she, they did another. She did another show, which I dug. I thought it was cute that I said, oh, look, three minorities, a heavy woman, a black woman, and a ginger. Like, what? how is that three minorities? Oh. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Yes. But it was cute because it's Southern, and it's the Leslie Jordan thing that I'm starting to appreciate. They're like... Bless her heart. Honey, and she's, honey, yeah, yeah, all the things they say. I said, oh, I know what that means because I've got Amy and Leslie Jordan. That's so. right. That's right. We know. It means what a fucking dick. So, which is my language because I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> and if I have something to say, I'm going to say it and I'm not going to couch it but, and disguise it with whatever but weird it's no, But that's what's the misnomer of this. And I am no, uh, you know, spokesperson for the South. I have, I've lived here plenty long time and I'm not from here and I still don't get a lot of it. Having said all of that, it's no different than a New Yorker. That is being a New Yorker in the South. It is fucking rude and direct. And okay. there, there is no hiding it. Everyone exactly knows what it is. It's just, you know, they don't call P, P down here. They call it TT. It's still piss. You just don't want to call it P because you want to call it something a little nicer. It's still what it is. Everybody knows what it is. Did you go T? Oh, shit. You got to go, gotta go <laughs> TT. Got to go TT. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I guess that stands for tinkle, tinkle. I don't know what TT is, but I do because it's piss. So it's it. There's no see. You don't say TT and magically think that you're not talking about piss. You're just you've changed the name for doing the the very New York. Put your fucking mask on. I mean that's all it is. It's very direct, and you can do it with eyes down here instead of with your mouth. You do it with your right. eyes or your stance, right? I and like everybody that. knows exactly what you're supposed to do. So, and there's then the the other parts of the South that are not so charming is this whole entitlement to we gonna have fun we it's all right we gonna have fun unlike I, I did something you know moving on the 
the scale and the range of safety in having a controlled group of people, fewer than 10, gather in my home, right, with, with moderate social distancing. So that was not, you know, that's very different than, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Alamance County. They held a race outside, a hee-haw bullshit car race, and they were packed shoulder to shoulder, fists in People. the air, an entire auditorium. And the sheriff was like, that's okay, bring it. We's outside. It, COVID can't live outside. Not when you <laughs> coughing and drinking next to your best buddy and there's only a hundred fucking thousand of you. I mean, it's just... COVID can't live outside. <sighs> Fuck nuts. So. I am... Um, I caught up with the weekly um, Patriot Act, you know, Hassan Minhaj. I do. I, I haven't watched him. I've seen he keeps coming up in my little in my little. He's queue. so smart. His research. He's so smart and so good. There's a new show that we want to watch with the kids called The Lovebirds. Yeah. Which which looks funny and they should probably enjoy. But I'm still catching up on Dead to Me season two. I, I haven't, haven't started it. Yet. It's this is Memorial Day where we where we are remembering a very special friend who has passed away. Um, over the same time frame and, you know, family members who died while in service in uniform and all that. So it's, I feel like dead to me is not where I want to start, but I did actually really like it when I watched the first season. Oh, so so good. It was so good. And this one is turning out to be, I mean, we're six episodes. We're almost done. It's just as, it's just as good. It's really good. I love it. Um, okay. I have a final parting question for you. Do you know what Oak Tag is? Oak Tag. No. Am I supposed to? Is that really bad? Is that like saying, no, I mean, do you know what a penis is? No. No, it's it's um, <laughs> it's location. When I grew up, if you had a project to do, you would, you'd wait for your parents to come home from work and you'd say at seven o'clock after dinner, mom, I need, I need Oak Tag. I have to do a presentation. What's Oak Tag? What yeah, are you, what are you fucking saying? Is this what? It's, it's poster board. Oak tag? No, I yeah, poster board. I know oak tag. What the fuck is oak tag? It's just something I grew up saying, and and I used. And my kids looked at me like the seventh head just finished growing out of my what neck. Do you, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you is that the store or is that no. the actual product? Like product. was it? A, was it a brand name? Was it like no. saying I need? So so you're saying the substrate itself on some planet was called oak tag because that it's planet pressed, it's pressed oak and tag. That planet is called Long Island, and there we called poster board Oak Tag. It was just, I was just curious. No, it's not. It didn't make it far. I'm from, born and raised in Delaware, and we did not have that there. So I will speak, I will speak for all of Delaware and say, no, never have not. As I often do. And I should, because there's really only six of us, but that's all right, you know, and it's fantastic. So, no, I say tinfoil, and I get a lot of shit for that. So um, instead of aluminum foil, well, yeah, okay, I say tin foil also. It's tin foil, and they're like, "What do you?" And it's really difficult when you ask the children to go buy you some tin foil because they cannot physically find it because there is no such product. And I say, <laughs> and I say, but the, here it is, and I hold it in my hand. Oh, I mean, that's kind of like cup o' noodle, which I still don't understand how people don't understand that it's cup o' noodle because that's what it is. And then, and then I had to study the package, or you because you think it's cup o' noodle. If you yeah. actually stare at the package, there's no, yeah. there's no O. It blew my mind, and I still didn't believe it. Have you frozen, or did I just blow your fucking mind? Uh, I'm sorry. That's not typically. That's not typically how we mark. The I am absolutely <laughs> keeping that in the recording. 
Unless you pitch a fit right now and tell me not to, that is normally, absolutely a hundy in the normally, recording. Normally we do a clap so that there's a clap that's synchronized on both recordings and you can align them easily in editing. But this time... So we were recording and we kind of, I think, I think my kids woke up and started using internet or something happened where internet dropped somewhere. So we just really wanted to come back to say goodbye. Yeah, and I know that everybody was fascinated by my cup of noodle story, which she's probably going to cut. Anyway. No, I won't. I want to know. <clears throat> it doesn't say cup o noodles. It just says what? My favorite part of this whole thing is I stood loaded this up, and I said that, and the second I said to you it doesn't say cup o noodle, your face froze, and I couldn't tell if you were just shocked from this awareness that I had blown your mind, or <laughs> if you actually exited the room. So what does it say? It says cup noodle. The name That's of the product the is the fucking, fucking stupidest, stupidest shit. I've Thank you. Ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest so shit I've is, ever heard. So, so, so nobody's gonna adhere to that. So it is cup of noodle. Fuck you. That's what it is. It's cup of noodle. And the kids it's are like, absolutely cup of noodle. It's cup noodle. It's and I'm like, don't say that shit, or I will slap it out of your hand, and you get none ever because they love that whole. And you have to clean it up after I do that. I. Yeah. 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 Cup noodle isn't even dumb. a dumb, 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 dumb. Now, now, now you know why I thought you legitimately fucking froze because yeah, it's, it's that stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. No, now it's cup of now, noodle. It's cup o noodle. It's like saying a banana is a banana, <laughs> and, the, and the a is silent. It's not. It's a banana. Maybe that's not the best example, but still. So what is it? Cup soup. Also. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah. Cup so, soup. So fucking dumb. It is so dumb. It's fucking dumb. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and I hope you've enjoyed and that you would like to look up and look into some of the things we've talked about. And maybe you've taken some advice on how to incorporate your life with that of friends of yours into your bubble. And Amy helped you with that. You can find us on all the socials at Listen Brilliant. Hashtag us. We'd love to see what you're up to and, and what you're doing. Or don't, because we know you're not going to anyway. And if we give you one of those as a choice, I won't feel as rejected. And if you are one of those fantastic countries listening to us that is not the United States, because fuck you, U.S., then you guys, <laughs> you could actually go and find us on the socials and see a little shout out to yourself, perchance, perchance, and say, yeah, we oui, we. Oui, I'm from France. I listen all the time in my pants. Write know. us an email at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We will talk about it. We will mention your name. We will say nice things about you. We will not slut shame you for coming over to our houses and infecting us with your COVID because we know you mean well. See, we'll, we're nice people. We're not Jason Bateman. We were gonna. We're here to help you. I, I'm gonna defend him until I, I hear evidence to the contrary. I, I think he's a meanie. I think he's a proper meanie. I think he's a meanie like that other one, Jason Sudeikis. Where I so would fucking want to go out with him. He would be great. And I won't because you're fucking me. I know he's a dick. Why? How? You can tell. You know know he is. You know he is. And he'll be the first one to go, yeah, I know. She's got it right. He is. Well, we're going to have to. Olivia Wilde will be the first one to tell you he is. But he's great too. She'll say that about her own husband. You can tell. You can tell these boys. It's the high school vibe. You can tell. They're They're not that good. Is the title of this episode <laughs> All Jasons Are Assholes? <laughs> well, it's true. I don't I mean, think so. It is. It Jason is. Stratham? Come on. There's got to be know, a good Jason out there. Is. I don't know. Write mm. us, Jasons. Defend yourselves if you can. If you dare. <laughs> Jason. Jason Molina. How do you know any 
these people. <laughs> what even is that? What you're saying? <laughs> it's Jason Maracas. Jason Tingletang. Okay. You know who's really mean? Jason. I don't know okay. any of these Dear records. listener, Amy needs a croissant. <laughs> Damn Jason truth. All right. It's the truth. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Seriously. Bye. Bye. Bye.